Hey everybody, welcome to the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. I'm Jackie Reed. Now more than ever is the time to move away from eating meat. As we continue with this pandemic, the meat industry has been in the news a lot recently. Outbreaks of COVID-19 inside these U.S. factories has caused multiple deaths, sickness, and fear among employees. I feel that what is in the news now is only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the coronavirus in these factories. It got so bad because precautions were not being maintained in order to avoid a shortage of meat in grocery stores. Many of these businesses finally realized that they needed to close to save lives, but the U.S. government stepped in and forced them to stay open. Oh, so it's not a good situation. So as I said, it might be a good time to rethink eating meat. So if you or anyone you know is still eating meat and dairy for that matter, this is the time to transition to a plant-based diet. And that is a big part of what Vegan Sexy Cool is all about, to help those who want to make that change. Visit our website, vegansexycool.com, along with great recipes. There's also great information on things like how to get your protein on a plant-based diet. Trust me, eating plant-based is not as difficult as you think. You just need to retrain your brain, all right? And we also now have a Facebook page. It is called the Vegan Sexy Cool Squad. It's a private group, so you have to make a request in order to be admitted. And we're just looking for people who are passionate about either becoming plant-based or you're already plant-based and you wanna give the folks that are new to all of this some advice. So be sure to check out our Facebook page. Now my guest today is someone that I'm very, very fond of because of who she is and what she does for a living. She is the creator behind one of my favorite fashion brands, Vera Shoes. And Vera, the name of the company, stands for Warrior. And Stacey Chang is my guest today on the Vegan Sexy Cool podcast. And you're going to want to hear her story and all about how she is creating chic shoes for the fashion industry. So anyone who knows me knows I love shoes. I have far too many, yet not enough. And once I became vegan, I worried about finding chic, stiletto-heeled shoes that did not use leather, suede, or other animal products. Well, one of my favorite vegan shoe brands does not disappoint. It's called Vera, and the company's founder and chief warrior, Stacy Chang, is with me now. Hey, Stacy, it's good to see you. Hello, face. hello, Jackie. Good to see now, you. Tell everybody where, where you are. I'm in Taipei, Taiwan now, and my parents. Okay, visiting family. Yes. And you're, you're, yes. you're fine. Your family's fine. You all just got a new dog. Exactly, exactly. So super good. Good to spend time with my family, catch up all the work, and, um, you know, hang out with the new dog. So it's, it's good. It's good. Yes. Good. Well, you mm. got out of New York right before, because I'm, you know, I met you in New York. I've been to your wonderful showroom um, in the city where you all have such fabulous shoes and you were just, you weren't leaving the city because of everything that was going on. You were just going home. Exactly. Yeah. I thought I'll come back for maybe like a couple of months. Now it looks a couple of weeks. Now it looks like it'll be a couple of months, but it's all yeah. good. It's all good. Yes. That's but I, you know, I'm more, I, you know, how are you doing? I'm good. You know, considering, um, I am, you know, I haven't been, I live in New Jersey, so I haven't mm. been back to the city um, right. since mid-March. 
Um, mm. I'm working from home. We're still able to do the television show that I do. Right. But we just kind of do it like this via Zoom. Mm, mm. So it's, you know, it's different, but at least we're still able to work. Um, That's great. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk shoes. Let's talk Vera. You know, I wrote um, one of my first pieces on the vegansexycool.com website was on Vera shoes and just how amazing they are. But for people who have not read that or had an opp opportunity to experience your company, tell us about Vera shoes. So Vera is the designer vegan shoes you want to wear. We not only using cruelty-free materials, they are also sustainable, uh, responsibly made, comfortable, and additionally comes with different accessories. So one pair of shoes equal to multiple pair. So I think about how can we, you know, have more fashion, but reduce our fashion footprint. Yeah. And I, I wish I had your shoes with me, but they are in my work closet with all the accessories that go with them. I, when I, the last day I was at work, I had no idea I was not going to go back. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, know, I, had, I know. And I wish I could, I, but I'm going to try to describe to people because when you get your box of Vera shoes, um, if you order the accessories along with it, they're probably about, I want to say, three or four, and I might be, it might be a low count, different things that you can attach to your shoes or something you can attach to your shoe and wrap around to make it kind of like a lace up. There are exactly. you know, uh, jewels that you can put on top of it. They're all, I mean, I could go on and on. There's so many ways that you can just take a simple shoe, their pump, and just turn it into different shoes. Um, how did you, why was that something you wanted to do with, uh, you know, including these ornaments in the design of your shoe? Right. Uh, many reasons, starting with one more practical reasons. I travel a lot. Um, and usually when I was a corporate job, uh, the expectation is you can only bring carry on suitcase. And because you travel a group and you don't want people to wait for your wearing for a suitcase, but you still want to look good, right? And you can't go to from meetings to happy hours to store visits. There's so many things along, you know, throughout the day that you want to look apart. It was just really difficult with one or two pair of shoes, um, very limited space. So I always wish, like, I wish I can change my shoes, like changing my phone case easily. So that's how I came about, just more thinking about design and how can we've you know the shoes it fits to the our lifestyle yeah and then uh, more i think about it is think about the re the when we buy so many pair of shoes that are very seasonal like trend driven like fringe tassel maybe just really seasonal right now but do you just want to buy a pair of shoes when you don't want to wear that anymore how much waste you have to create it just they make that one pair of shoes yeah. so instead of creating so many pair of shoes that just change our accessory to uh, to create those you know many many different looks. Yeah, and and not only do you strive successfully to make the shoes chic and fashionable and you know just versatile, you also yeah. make them functional. In that, I remember the first time I put on a pair of your pumps, and Stacy, it was like the cushioning in the shoe. They're so comfortable. And I, I, I think that a big part of that has to do because, because of your, you're a woman. So you get it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It. yeah. You, you don't have to be, why was that important for you for them to be comfortable for women? I just think as a woman, we have so many things 
on our plate, we are thinking about so many things already. Can we not worry about our shoes? Can I just focus on um, the presentation, the meeting I'm going to? I don't want to worry about uh, the shoes is comfortable or not. How many pair of you know, spare shoes and sneakers or flies I have to carry with me? I just want a one good pair of shoes that I know I look good. I don't need to worry about it. And it's just so. And then it sounds so simple, but it was so hard to find. I find myself every time I go to every conferences, I bring my laptop and then my 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 water bottle and then my shoes. Just so many, you know. I just want you know uh, to give women something that they don't worry about. They just look good, go out there to conquer the world and then do the best they they can, not to worry about the shoes. And I do find that unfortunately a lot of time designers are male. They have no idea what they are putting women through with those very uncomfortable shoes just look good. So it's always very important in the very beginning, not just a pair of good looking shoes, but with substance. They are comfortable, they have good meaning, they give back. So they're just, I just want a pair of shoes that fit my lifestyle and fit my value, yeah. Yeah, you know, for so long, the shoe for me, you know, was the Louis Vuitton, not Louis Vuitton, the uh, Louboutin. Mm, uh, mm. the red bottoms man I just had to get me some red bottom shoes Stacy and I tell you after I bought myself about three pairs of them spent all this money they were so uncomfortable that I just I, I I it turned me off so much when anybody would ever bring up these shoes that were coveted because of this red bottom you know it was just like and I think I don't know if it was that designer or somebody else that said, well, you know, they're not made to be comfortable. And I'm just exactly why not? Yeah. Why I used to be beautiful and comfortable. I, I think it's in the design world, they do have the connotation thinking about comfort shoes means they are not good looking. Right. right? But I think just you have to try harder, figure out a way to make it still look, not compromise the look. And I remember in the very beginning in, in my, um, development stage, I borrow another pair of designer shoes to my factory. Say, look at this. I just want to create shoes look this good, but I don't want to feel this way. Right. And he looked at the shoes. He's like, of course, it's uncomfortable. The, the length is for size nine. The width is for size seven. Of course, you are not going to be comfortable. So whatever reason they feel, the shoe does look better, right? When, when they are, you know, look very, very delicate and petite um, on shelf. But in person, it's so much, so painful. Yeah. Um, I, I think that uh, really, I think we want to make shoes that's actually meant for wear. Yeah. Yeah. And it, mm. I know, you know, because you told me this, it took a lot, you know, from the concept of creating this kind of shoe that's not only beautiful and fashionable and comfortable and vegan. Um, right. It, it, you didn't just wake up and say, I'm going to do this and it happened. Talk about the early you, you know, how long it took, Stacy, for you to get this shoe, you know, in the store or, or to put it up for sale from concept? About two years, full-time two years, yeah. just to starting from design and then thinking about sourcing and uh, looking for factories. It, I, I travel really, you know, in Asia and Europe looking for manufacturers that not only making beautiful shoes, but they also understand the the reason behind it because a lot of time that uh the factory they only make leather shoes they don't know how to make non-leather shoes it's different process different glue different backing it's not gonna work and then they're like well how many pairs you're making just doesn't make sense for them to work with me thinking because for them developing um one shoes for making 10 pairs make versus making 10,000 pairs pair that's equal amount of work 
So a lot of time, factory just too much work. They don't want to work with me. So I have to really try to uh, you know pitch to factories. I say, please work with me. Please work with me. This is my vision. And then finally find factories that are willing to give me a try. I always say that I'm their charity case just to help me out. And then in terms of sourcing, then it's because most of the time, um, other uh, shoemaker is they go to a factory, they give the design, and the factory do all the sourcing for them. But because the quantity is so small and they want to use eco-friendly material, honestly, the factories are also not familiar with. So mm -hmm. I end up had to do all the sourcing myself. So I, I source material again from all over the world, the latest, most innovative, eco-friendly vegan materials. That took a while. Again, not meeting, not able to make the minimum. I have to do a lot of convincing to our suppliers, give, give me a shot and then test things out. So it just take a lot of time just to uh, developing and then sourcing and find the right partners. And once the initial uh, prototype being made, a lot of going back and forth to refine the designs and the details um, and building a relationship with the factory on their own. So they know really clear my vision because when I say high quality, there's many different interpretation of what that means is high quality, right? Mm -hmm. So I need to spend time in the factory to explain to them and they would do a lot of fitting in the factory to do different sizing fitting with different people wearing and uh, multiple, multiple wear tests before going productions. And even when we're in productions, things still can go wrong, and then we have to do adjustment along the way of production. So, yeah, they end up taking, you know, I thought it'd be a five, six months that I can, you know, start, you know, selling it, but it ended up taking two years. Yeah. Wow, two years. But you ha it had to be worth it because the shoes, yeah. gave me the quality of the shoe. That's the other thing, you know. It looks like leather. It feels mm. like leather. It looks like suede. It feels like suede. Um, you know, the two, the, the, the leather and the suede that you have, um, you know, I think for a lot of people, they feel like they equate vegan shoes, right? With what we used to call back in the day, pleather, plastic, yeah. um, and, and cheap looking, not just inexpensive, but cheap. Um, exactly. I, I, I know for you, you know, that had to be a hurdle too, to make sure that your shoes look like luxury shoes. Exactly. And I think we'll have to work even harder, right? I think people have even more critical when they look at it, our shoes yeah. because they, they, they were looking more details and, you know, I think if I told them leather shoes, they may not even, you know, take look at that closely but i guess i say it's not letter they really examine the shoes very very carefully right yeah. so my goal is always like i have to not just be as good as leather shoes but how can we be better in leather shoes that's mm. always how i explain to our manufacturers uh to our uh all the suppliers thinking about this is a challenge you want to make something even better in leather shoes not just be as good so that's something we're always working on and um and the sourcing and that's important so i have to source the material myself to make sure that you know it is on par and better yeah yeah what kind of materials do you use for, for this All type of material yeah so for we we have um silk like material actually made our recycled plastic bottles mm -hmm. and uh, our insole is made out of algae and we have a collection the upper material is made out of apple peels um so all you know we continue to look at different bio base or using renewable materials, but not compromise on the quality or aesthetic. Yeah. 
You know, I know, you know, for those who don't know, you have a background in, in beauty. You worked it with Estee Lauder, you know, very yeah. successful. Why did you want, and you probably, Stacy, with your resources and your resume, you could have made any kind of shoe you wanted. You could have made quality leather shoes. Why did you choose to make vegan shoes? Why was that something you wanted to do? Um, for me, it's like now it's my brand. I'm going to do whatever I want, right? That only makes sense if, you know, if I create something, it has to be aligned with my own value. Yeah. And um, since, you know, I've been living a plant-based lifestyle since college, um, I want something really aligned. This just doesn't make sense that why am I not eating them and then I'm wearing them. And I know a lot of people feel the same way, but they just don't, they don't have the good alternatives. Yeah. So that's something I just, you know, uh, really want something that's aligned with my, my value. Yeah. yeah. And then I just, and I did more research. I realized there's so many innovation happening in these days now, right? And people become more awareness of, you know, understanding agriculture and then farming have to do with the, you know, overall global warming. And really there's so many alternatives today that, you know, have reduced the, the fashion footprints and have lots impact. I feel I also want to make people aware of there are alternative, there are options out there. Yeah. So it just feel the right thing to do. And uh, something made me very passionate about, made me excited because, you know, working on something that's innovative. And also for me thinking about, it's not exciting. Just make another pair of leather shoes. There's enough of leather shoes on the market today. And I wanted something different. Yeah. Yeah, good. Amen. Mm. I love hearing that. So tell us about this collaboration with Brands. Uh, is it Brands Better? For, brands for Better. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so um, obviously it's been a very tough uh, retail uh, environment now for many brands. So it's a really great coalition of brands thinking, let's get together. Uh, how can we support each other? We share a lot of resources and thinking about how can we do a better job, give back to and also give to our our community. So the way we do it is all the brands uh, are committed to donate at least 10% of their proceeds to various nonprofits um, giving COVID-19 relief. And, mm -hmm. and then also we offer our customers um, discounts to encourage them to make it so they know they, they not only have some saving, but what they, what they purchase going to the good cost as well. So for us, uh, our charity partner is uh, No Kids Hungry. And just there's just so many kids nowadays not able to go to school to get their meals, which is just so heartbreaking thinking that that's how many kids, that's the way they have, they get, uh, they eat. So, so in April, we have donated uh, at least 10% of proceeds to No Kid Hungry. And we just decided we want to continue uh, these, uh, this initiative throughout May as well. Yeah, I mm. love that. I, I love how you, as a business owner, you still think about the community, you think about the environment. Um, and yeah. I love that the whole name Vera, you know, what's behind it, what's the, the meaning behind the names of some of your shoes. Tell us what the mean, what Vera means, where you got that name yeah. from, and then tell us right. some of the names of your shoes. I love it. Yeah, so it took me probably over six months as well to get figure out the name of the the brand you know and when i started everybody's what's the name what's the name i was like oh, i don't know I, I can't figure out i know i want something to talk about strength and balance 
but I just I can't say New Balance, right? It's already out there. And then and I just couldn't figure out. And I, then I actually went to a yoga retreat in Koh Samui. So once in Koh Samui, I was working on the warrior pose and the Virasudasana. And I just feel this pose really simplifies strength and power. And then I think, huh, Virasudasana, something interesting about it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I Googled it and I realized Vira actually means warriors in Sanskrit. I just think it sounds so perfect. And Vira.com was on sale. I was like, I have to just buy it. Uh, and, and then, and then um, yeah, that's how I think about really. So we, I want to make shoes for women. And women are just really just warriors, right? So we always say we are inspired by women made for warriors. And really thinking about how can I talk about earlier, how can I create a brand that fit into today's woman's lifestyle? Mm. Um, so all our shoes are named after really legendary, kick-ass, strong woman, Frida, Frida Kahlo, and then uh, Audrey, Audrey Hepburns, and then uh, Florence, Florence Nightingale, Maya, Ma Angela, etc. And then recently we launched Flats called Vicky's, my mom. So always going, at, you know, want to name products then after the woman that inspires to, you know, to think and think about how can we tell more about woman's story and ensure how strong women are and how do we find our balance in our own way? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I came to your showroom and I saw those pumps, I was just like in the open toe pumps, I was blown away. And I love that you have, you know, I talk about how much I love stilettos, but, and you mentioned the flat there, you have different heel heights um, with your shoes, um, which I think, you know, a lot of companies, they don't do that. They even mm. stiletto, maybe they'll give you a flat, but you yeah. have something for everybody, it seems. Right. Yes. Yeah. So we have from, you know, flats to kitten heel to like 3.2 inch pump to, you know, the um, platform high heel stilettos, like 4.2 inch. Yeah, I really have many different heights. Um, and in the beginning, we didn't have that many offers. And with flats, it really, we got a lot of feedback from our customers saying like, we really like your shoes, but I cannot wear heels anymore. Then yeah. we, that's how we decided um, last year. But, but for Flats, it took us maybe another year for development. And then so finally we launched it uh, last year. And it's been yeah. people a very good feedback. Yeah. And the strappy shoes, Stacy. Oh my God, with that ribbon that you yeah. wear. I, I wear that shoe. Well, I, it's at the office, but I wore it on TV all the time. I love that shoe so much. And I'll get so many compliments. Um, how, you know, that, was that like the next phase as far as, a, a like a red carpet shoe for you guys? Exactly. We, uh, we work with many, um, celebrity stylists. They just say, I want something that's more glamorous. Yeah. Um, and they, they always find being on red carpets is really hard to find sustainable shoes. Yeah. Uh, and that's how it came about thinking, okay, that's kind of similar to flats. There's another demand. They really want strappy sandal. That's classic and beautiful. Um, and, and then so we're like, okay, let's make it. If we just see so many demands that people really want something that's stable looking, uh, classic glamorous shoes for events. And that's how we decided that's, that's make strappy sandals. And again, how can we make it more comfortable and more eco-friendly? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love that. Yeah. What, how challenging has it been marketing a vegan shoe line? Um, I, you know, everywhere you look now, you know, it just seems like everybody's talking about, you know, veganism and mm. restaurants and, you know, they're talking about 
being eco-friendly and people are leaning into, you know, being protective of animals, but really right. you hear a lot about veganism everywhere. Yeah. And I just, yes. for you, has that been helpful in you as a, as a business for, for you as a business? Uh, to a certain degree, I think definitely, especially last year, like now or so, that people become more aware of the the benefit of veganism. Yeah. So and that definitely helps. Um, and I think that's the reason we are able to kind of break through in the space because we offer something that's uh, different than other shoemakers and. Uh, and doesn't feel like they are compromising the quality and aesthetic. It helps, but I think that the same time people still have the perception thinking about vegan means you know poor quality means the design is not as fashionable. So yeah. we need to think about uh, visually how can we create the visual that I want people to look at our shoes and say, "Oh, that's so beautiful." And not think about, oh, that's a vegan shoe. They just think about that's beautiful designer shoes. And then they kind of learn more and more about the brand, realizing, wow, then it's made out of Apple. Oh, that's plastic. That, you know, and afterwards, they learn about that. But the first important thing is they look at it. They have just fall in love with the shoes. And they realize there's so many benefits behind it. Yeah. Well, you got me. I definitely, I love your shoes. I think they're beautiful. I wish I had them on now. Do you have any shoes? I have them on I, right now. Oh, let me see. Which ones do you have? <gasps> I have those in black. I, have I know. <laughs> that is the great shoe. Wait, now what's the name of that shoe? Venus. That's the Venus shoe. Uh, that after Venus Williams? Uh, just, oh, I should, I should say that right. <laughs> Okay, yes. maybe I'll just say it's after Venus. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> now it is, right? Now it is, now it is, yes. So let me ask you, you mentioned that, you know, you mm. started eating plant-based when you were in college. Why did you decide to do that? What was, what pushed you in that direction? I read Skinny Bitch. That's how it started, yeah. And I, I remember there was a chapter really going very details about Slaughterhouse. I just so it's just so vivid and so scary and thinking about what animal went through uh, when they got killed and I, I, after I read that I just couldn't do it yeah. and I think about I, I do believe you are what you eat I think that um, if animals suffer so much before they got killed what kind of energy are you putting inside your body and I actually feel as I stop eating uh, meat I feel better. Yeah. And I actually feel that, uh, and not just about physically, I think mentally and spiritually, yeah. I feel like a better person. Um, and, and the white change, I think that has been working very well for me. And there's so many delicious plant-based food out there today. I, it's just not a very difficult transition. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad at all, right? Are you a yes. big fan of like impossible meat and Beyond Burger and all that stuff? I mean... I have to say I am. I don't eat it every day. I do right. like once a week or something. Yeah. Like that. I do yeah. love, you know, the imitation meats or whatever people want to call it. What about you? What do you eat? Um, once a while, I even just change a bit texture. Yeah. But honestly, I'm not a huge fan. I feel the texture sometimes feels too, in a way, too meaty for me. Oh. Especially they use like the bees make it look like real blah. I was like, oh. This is too real. I, I can't take it, you know? Um, 
but yeah, no, but I, I actually do enjoy eating a lot of vegetables. And I think that's uh, a lot of like even mushroom, like even like patties that are made out of mushroom and the chickpeas, they're just so flavorful. Yes, uh, I really, yeah, I, I love them as well. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I think that, you know, what's going on with the meat industry, particularly here in the U.S. with the factories and COVID-19 and people getting sick and so many of these factories having to close, I think that people are going to re-examine the way that, I mean, I think very soon in the next couple of weeks, people are going to be forced to buy something else other than meat because it's not going to be available. And right, I'm right. That, you know, I'm happy about that um, because, uh, you know, I, I, I'm an ethical vegan as well, but I also want people to to just try this you know people that ordinarily yeah. try it they're going to be kind of forced to try some plants you know plant-based food yeah. and i think they're going to be very pleased by what they find <laughs> yes exactly there it just and uh, kudos to so many um many food manufacturers vegan managed Russia today they're just so tasty mm. right and again i i think that in order to make uh veganism mainstream is to make people feel they are not compromised right. on, on the quality, on the taste, you know, on everything from beauty, for shoes, for food and drinks, um, they, you know, showing the alternatives and then doesn't make, doesn't make feel, people, people feel like I'm compromised on the quality and we have to get there. So people, that become people's lifestyle easier to adapt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know I have to ask this question because I'm a shoe girl and I love boots. Will we see mm. a boot in the near future? We are working on it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> they look really good. I saw the first prototype just really? this week. Yeah. Oh, I cannot mm. wait. I'm so excited. Yes. 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 But I think for the first one, we are working on something that's not super high heel. I really want to make a boot, a pair of boots that I can wear for the entire winter okay. and fall. Just really walkable, but still look very stylish. Yeah. Well, and still with the versatility, of course. Listen, yeah. you have a great eye for style, you know, and fashion when it comes to shoes and everything. You dress really well, so I'm. Thank you. I'm, ha I'm sure I will be happy to wear whatever yes. you come up with. I'm sure I'm gonna love it. I can't wait to share it with you. Me too. Well, Stacy, I cannot wait to see you face to face. Um, we yeah. back in New York and we're past all of this. Um, but thank you for taking the time. I know you're thank you. dealing with a new dog. Do you want me, do you want me my dog? Do you want me my dog? And I, I can get her here. Yeah, okay, give me a second. Let me get oh, her yes, here. Yes, yes, bring it, bring it. Hold up. <laughs> oh, I see that dog. Oh my God! So cute. Say hi. Oh my God. What's her name? Lola. 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 Uh, means much. Uh, a lot of happiness. Oh. Or we can go with dollar. With more happiness, yeah, more dollar as well. Dollar, I love yeah. That. So, so cute. How old uh, is she? Probably six and a half, seven years old, and oh. she was. Um, neglected and abused before so i feel now she's ready to be shared with love with much more happiness so yes much more happiness oh, yeah so cute oh my goodness she's so good. perfect yeah. she's so perfect she's hey. so perfect oh. yeah 
Now, are you are you one that buys sweaters and things for the winter? Do you dress your dog? Obviously, I'm today. Today, I'm gonna give her to do like full like hair salon. Like um, yeah. the lady was like, first appointment gonna take three to four hours. What? I was like, I don't even spend that much time for my own hair. I know. Then, <laughs> so I'm gonna give her like like a full like physical today. Yeah. Uh, to see doctor, just making sure everything, X-ray, blood test, and everything. Huh. Then I'm gonna give her a makeover. And then go shopping for accessories. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, I know you're our day today. I, I hope to see her on social media so we can see updated photographs after. You will. You will you bet. We'll see a lot of her very soon. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, Stacy, stay, stay safe. Congratulations, I will. On your dog, and congratulations on everything with Vera. I, I'm excited to see those boots and just to see future success for your company because I think that you are fantastic and I think your your shoes are fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Jackie. I'm really so grateful for all your support. And, you know, I can't wait to see you in person when we are all back to New York. Yeah. Yeah, I'll come down to the showroom. I'll bring wine or champagne. <laughs> yes, I love that. I need that so badly. Me yes. too. <laughs> all right. Well, take care. Thank you, Stacey. Thank you so much, Jackie. Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>